Put your hands up, amen, in the name of Jesus, because he is a good, good father, and we bless him on today. And, and so we thank God for him and being God and God alone on this morning. We give God honor and praise. We um, certainly uh wish our uh, very own bishop my husband amen uh the daddy of my children amen we wish him a happy father's day on this morning and we give god praise you'll hear from him a little bit later but we give god praise on this morning and here at the faith church amen we are honoring the dads on today so we're gonna let them relax and and just uh, receive on today amen and so we thank god for who he is we give uh, praise and we uh, say happy Father's Day to all of the fathers of the faith church. Amen. If I, I start naming their names, amen, I don't want to leave out anybody, but every father that's connected to this house, we wish you a happy Father's Day on this morning in the name of Jesus. And we are so glad uh, that not only that you are a father, but you are a righteous father. Amen. Hallelujah. Leaving a legacy, leaving a mark in this land amen that can never be erased and so we thank god for you on this morning so again happy father's day amen uh from us from me uh here at the faith church and so we uh celebrate you on today and so we want to uh go uh um, on this morning and, and, and as we uh, celebrate in Father's Day, I thought it was uh, kind of ironic uh, how it all started. I, I said, man, what, you know, prompted uh, the whole celebration of Father's Day? And so I want to share that with you on this morning. You might already know, some might already know, some might don't, uh, you know, but if you, if you know, praise the Lord. If you don't know, praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to share it with you on this morning. And so it says the history of Father's Day. Um, was actually in 1909 in uh, Spokane, Washington. It says a woman by the name of Mrs. Dodd was listening to a Mother's Day sermon, isn't that ironic, at her local church. She, um, As she listened, thoughts of her father started to come into her mind, and she realized that there had never been a day set aside to honor fathers. So she initiated the process of getting that day set aside. The mayor of her own uh, town set aside the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. This was then reinforced by the governor of, of Washington when he um, made it a statewide holiday. Then, uh, check this out. So this is re- relatively recent. Then in 1972, President Nixon made the holiday permanent by signing a congressional resolution which called for an official res- uh, recognition of Father's Day. And so I, I just thought that was something that, uh, that as recent as 1972, that, uh, the actual official, uh, national holiday, uh, for Father's Day actually came into existence. And so we certainly, uh, recognize the fathers and their work that they have done, uh, in, in this country, in our lives, in the families, in their cities, uh, wherever they may be, we certainly recognize. And, uh, that is an honorable thing that even, uh, the father's role in the community, uh, that they would recognize, uh, the fathers, uh, 
nationally. And so we give God praise for that. And so uh, I would ask that you would turn your Bibles to Psalms 37. Um, and you can place your finger right there. And then we'll go to James 3 and 18. But if you would, for uh, a moment, we'll go to Psalms 37, uh, verse 25 and 26. And then we'll go to James 3 and 18. And I believe both of these scriptures that I will be reading this morning is coming from the King James Version. And so verse 25 in Psalms 37, it says, I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is never, he is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. James 3 and 18 says, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And so if I would have a topic for you on this morning, uh, I want to emphasize with all of the things that are going on in the world, um, I would like to share with you on this morning that it's not about the skin, but the devil is after the seed. It's not about the skin. It's not about the color of the skin. The enemy is after the seed. The enemy is after the seed. And if we have to be really clever and we have to be really uh, uh, wise as we uh, approach uh, uh, life in this day and time, because we uh, I, I, I clearly understand better now uh, what Martha, Martin Luther King was trying to emphasize even in his day. And when he was trying to talk about uh, um civil rights and injustice in 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 in, in different uh cities and different places and and but he his strategy was not physical his strategy was spiritual because i believe that uh uh dr martin luther king understood that it was not just about the the skin but it was about the seed the enemy is after the seed uh because the the devil can't do anything thing with our flesh because the bible declares that our flesh is going back to the dust but the seed is what the enemy is trying to stop uh and uh, in, 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 in whether it be in the african-american community whatever the latin latino community whatever uh there is a, a threat to the enemy he's going after it and unfortunately, the enemy uh, uh, can only operate if he uh, has the um, permission uh, for flesh, for a body. And so unfortunately, it, it's a lot of people that are allowing the enemy to use them. And But we have to understand the strategy of the warfare. Uh, this thing is spiritual. And and, and, and as we continue to, to look at uh, what God has given me and shared uh, from his heart for us on today, that is not about the flesh and blood. This thing is deeper than we could ever imagine. And, and, and because 
because uh, uh, the enemy is not really concerned with us picketing and, and rioting because he really doesn't care because as long as we uh, continue to uh, go in that vein and be uh, violent and 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 and, and being right uh, uh, causing riots he's really not concerned because he understands that we really don't know what he's after he's after the seed Because without no seed, you have no growth. You have no legacy. You have nothing to be left behind. And so uh, the enemy knows uh, that uh, it's not just enough to cut off the top uh, 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 of something. Uh, The enemy knows that it's got you got to go deeper. You got to go deeper. You got to get the seed. And so if you can destroy the seed that, that, you know, just like in a plant, you can cut the top off of the plant. But if you don't go down to the root you don't go down to where the seed was planted uh that that flower would keep uh blooming year after year it'll keep coming up uh and that's the reason why uh you know with all the deaths with all the killings uh uh uh, uh the, the enemy really can't stop us because the seed oh my god because the seed has already been promised see the seed was promised with abraham uh and he said that all the nations uh will be blessed from his seed and so the enemy really doesn't understand that he can't stop the seed the seed the seed has already been planted. The seed has already produced, uh, and, and, and it'll continue because God is a God of promises. But we have to understand what the enemy is after, and we have to be clever. And, and that's why it's so important this morning, men, that uh, we, we, we don't, none of us know how much time we got. None of us know even how we're going to leave this earth. But it's so important that we do what we need to do while we're here. Uh, 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 it, it's so important that you uh, uh, transfer that seed into some other young man, into some other young boy. You plant the seed of Christ uh, in their heart so when they are old, they will begin to live that life and, and, and then and they can leave it for their children and they can leave it for their children's children and see and and the, the enemy oh my god he can't stop us he can't stop what god has already put in motion he can't stop it and if we look here we're talking about and and uh we we, we want to understand that uh, it's about carrying the seed of righteousness you know, uh, uh, men carry a, uh, can carry any kind of seed, but it's important what the enemy is after those that are carrying the seed of righteousness. And so the fathers, those that have been born again and blood washed by the lamb, uh, 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 need to ensure that they leave a righteous inheritance. We're not talking about money. We're not talking about stuff. But we're talking about leaving the seed of Christ in some young person's heart, in some young girl, in some young boy. Leave it in, in their heart that it, that thing will grow and develop and, and, and they will begin to spread the things of God in this land. And so there's a work to do, fathers. There's a work to do, fathers. I, I, I began to look at, and Bishop talks about all the time, uh, talking about the responsibilities of the father. 
And he says that the father's responsibility is to be the provider. That's one. And it says in First Timothy 5 and 8, it says, but if any provide not for his own and especially those of his own house, he have denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. And so it's important as the fathers, not only uh, uh, just, uh, uh, you know, releasing seed uh, and making babies, but we're talking about the righteous seed on this morning. And the second thing uh, Bishop uh, shares with the brothers, I hear it all the time, it says that the brothers are, are called to be the protector. It says, as Christ loved the church and gave himself for us. And so the, the, the father, uh, uh, the righteous uh, man, he, he protects his family. He protects what belongs to, to God and what belongs to him, uh, what belongs to the kingdom. And not only is he the, the provider and the protector, but he is the priest. The spiritual leader in the house. I'm talking to the fathers on this morning. And so fathers, it's time out for uh, uh, sending your wife and your children to church. But the fathers should be the first one getting up early in the morning and setting the tone on Sunday. Uh, setting the tone on Monday and ensuring that everybody, oh God, that ensuring that everybody has the seed of Christ uh, uh, planted in their hearts. So the father should be getting up, preparing the house. Uh, the the father should be uh, 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 like, uh, uh, um, I think it's Joshua that says, as for, as for me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. It shouldn't be the wife's responsibility. It shouldn't be the mother's responsibility to set the spiritual order in the house. That's the, the job of the father, the righteous father. In the name of Jesus. So this is the day that we're living in. And so we have to be wise that we, uh, you know, and, and, and I, I, I understand, I understand and I sympathize and my heart, uh, is heavy for everything that's going on in the, in, 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 in this world that we're living in. Man, the climate is just really terrible, but I'm telling you, uh, God is yet in control. And I, I began to listen to conversations of people, uh, when, uh, they, you you know, said it's time to have that talk with my son and it's time to have that talk with my children. But oftentimes, and I'm talking about uh, those that say that we belong to the Lord. They're talking about how uh, you can survive in this world in a worldly fashion. But I, 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 I want to hear uh, some righteous fathers begin to say, uh, my son and my daughter, you know, I know things are not right in this land and you might come against persons persecution but one thing i want you to know my son or my daughter if you if you run into unrighteousness uh, and something happens to your life uh, i want to ensure that you're going to go and be with the father i want to ensure that i'm going to see you again and so these are the conversations uh, that we should have with our children not just uh yeah you know uh you know they don't like us yeah you know uh, this been going on for 
for a long time. I, I get that. I understand that conversation. But a conversation needs to be included to our sons and daughters from the righteous fathers telling them uh, that the seed that's on the inside, no devil in hell can take it out because the Bible declares that greater that is he that is on the inside uh, than he that is in the world. Uh, and if, if God be for you, who can be against you? These are the conversations that our righteous fathers should be having with their children in this day and this age. And so we uh, uh, want to ensure that we understand that it's not about the skin color at all. It's not about skin. The devil can't do nothing to skin because the skin has already been declared uh, its destiny. It's going back to the dust. But the, uh, the, the devil is after the seed, the spirit of the living God that is planted on the inside of us. Uh, that no matter where we go, no matter what we do, that seed will bl- uh, blossom and, and grow because God has already promised that my seed is blessed and and my seed seed is blessed and so we have to ensure that this young generation has what it takes to survive and not just in this world but in the world to come in the name of Jesus and so we see here it says for the seed which one day produces the reward which righteousness brings can only be sown when personal relationships are right and by those whose conduct produces such relationships. We see here in James 3 and 18, uh, James is talking about a social situation. And can, can anybody agree with us that we're dealing with some social situations in the world? It says God's purpose, the fruit that he wants from his, from uh, his way of life, the kind of character that he wants in us has to be produced in peace. Tell your neighbor, tell your family member, tell your son or your daughter, God operates in peace. He cannot, it cannot be produced in war. And so what God is trying to do in our lives, it cannot be produced in war and violence and, and, and uh, uh, all of this looting and all of this uh, violent stuff that is going on. It, it, what God desires to do can only be done in peace. In peace. And so we understand that. And, you know, we trace the history of racism. We trace the history of injustice. We we trace it back as far as we can remember. But I would like to take you back uh, to the time of old. The enemy is after the seed. From the from day one with Adam, he has been after the seed. Because you understand that when the serpent was in the garden, uh, when Eve uh, partake, partook of the fruit, uh, uh, judgment was not uh, 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 cast upon the world and to the seed, the one that was carrying the seed committed sin. 
And it says, Adam, when Adam sinned, the entire world was affected. Sin entered human experience and death was the result. And so death followed this sin, casting its shadow over all humanity because of all, because all have sinned. The man, the seed carrier. And when the man, the seed carrier sinned, it didn't just affect him, but it affected the whole world. So when our fathers, uh, when they, when they, uh, uh, sin and when they act out and when they do things that not, uh, it does not just affect them, but it affects them. It affects their household. It affects their children's household. It affects their children's children's household. It, it brings a shadow over many generations. And we understand, uh, 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 about the enemy is after the seed. Let's look at Moses. In Exodus 1, the Pharaoh of Egypt had decreed that all the Hebrew boy babies were to be th- uh, drowned at birth because he feared they might become too powerful. Why? Because what's on the inside? The Hebrew nation was growing strong and, and growing in, in, in strength and in numbers. And Pharaoh was afraid of the power. The enemy is afraid not only of what these young men and these young brothers may be today but they the enemy uh don't want them he's afraid of what they can become because we understand with the power of god living on the inside uh, there is no limits and a righteous man brings fear upon the enemy and it says after birth uh, uh, Moses' mother decides to place him in a basket in the Nile River. And so the enemy was after the seed. Because he already knew what Moses, uh, the, the future, the plan that God had for his life. Joseph, his own brothers tried to get rid of him because of the seed. The dream that was on the inside, the purpose, the potential that was on the inside. And we have to be very careful because, you know, uh, we fighting and warring against one another. Why are we fighting and warring against one another? Because, uh, 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 we, we are threatened by the dream. Why, 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 why we can't be happy when, when one brother succeeds? Why we can't be happy when one brother is promoted? Why we can't be happy when one brother gains? Why are we warring against one another? And see, and that's what the enemy, uh, the enemy will try to do. He will use people to war against themselves to take out the seed if he can't do it if he can't get somebody else to do it he'll get us to do it to ourselves and we certainly understand that Christ Herod had planned 
to make the Magi tell him of the whereabouts, whereabouts of Christ, the child. When he hears of the Magi's change in course, he grew angry and tried to kill the infant Messiah by killing all the young children in the area. <laughs> oh, my God. And with all the killing, with all the stuff that's going on, some of the people that may be getting killed, uh, it, it, it may not be even be nothing personal against them. But you see, when you, when, when you get in a desperate situation, when the enemy gets desperate, uh, uh, he, he, he'll, he'll kill off everything because he don't know. <laughs> he don't know who it is. And so now we all a threat. We all a threat. I, I was, uh, uh, listening to uh, the, the the story about the young lady that they went, they bust up into her house and she got killed. Uh, they weren't really after her. They was after somebody that was associated with her. But because we don't know who it is, we don't know uh, uh, because this thing is not a uh, physical. Because, you know, uh, the people in the, in the earth, they're, they're, they're making it physical. They're making it about the skin. But that's not the enemy's intent. The enemy's intent is to get after those that are carrying the seed of Christ. The spirit of the living God. Because the Bible says that God already knows who belongs to him. And so, you know, we, we, we have some, some, uh, uh, some people that may not be saved yet, but that does not mean that they're not going to be saved. So even if the enemy can take them out even before, he's after what's on the inside of us. We have to understand this warfare is not carnal. But it's, it's, it's mighty by the pulling down of strongholds, spiritual wickedness in, in high places. And it says that historians tell us that King Herod was a cruel, power-hungry ruler who destroyed anyone he feared was trying to topple him from his throne. We understand that right now, that it's a lot of hate groups that fear (laughs) their kingdoms coming down. So to protect their kingdom, they're trying to take people out. This thing that's going on in the world today, this is not foreign. This is not just happened. It didn't just start in slavery. This started way from the beginning. It, 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 it's, it, it's past our time. Because the enemy has a greater, he has a, a he has a greater desire He's after something greater. He's not after 
the African-Americans. He's not after the Mexicans or the Asians. He's after the spirit of Christ, the spirit of God that lives on the inside of us. And so I encourage the brothers on today to man up. Man up. It's not about being cool or popular or macho, but it's about ensuring that you have the spirit of God on the inside. And you just can't stop there. You have got to influence those that are around you. First starting in your house. Take the influence to your job. Take it to the, to the, to the marketplace. Take it to the city court, to the city gates. Take, take, take this influence to the White House. Take it to the governor's mansion. This is not a war of flesh and blood. It's not a war about the color of our skin. The enemy is after something much greater. And we have to be prepared. Because we understand that we all going to leave this place. We are living to die. But we have to ensure that we secure our home in eternity. And we have to be sure that we share that with others. And so if we die today... We can say, hey, I might be gone, but it ain't over because <laughs> I left a seed. <laughs> as long as you leave a seed, you can eat a watermelon and you can eat it all up. But as long as you leave a seed, oh, my God, you can guarantee that you're going to get some watermelons in the future. And so that's what I would like to encourage the fathers on this morning and, and mothers and wives and sisters and uh, uh, encourage the men around you. Encourage them, build them up so that they can become the men that God has called them to be. Because they are seed carriers. They are seed carriers, spiritual seed carriers. And it's their responsibility to share that seed and to drop seeds everywhere they go. And just in case they come against persecution, the enemy, (laughs) he can't do nothing with the seed that they've already released. And so, God, we thank you on today, and we praise God for those of you, amen, that um, joined us on today. But I, I just give God praise um, for who he is and what he's doing in the lives of the believers. Uh, and and I, I believe that this is the day and the age. And see, um, 
the the enemy uh, think that the brothers are going to be outraged and the brothers going to come out with guns and knives. But I'm praying in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, that they going to come out with their spiritual war- uh, uh, warfare, their spiritual weapons on. That they going to come out uh, 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 with their uh, weapons of, of the word of God and they're going to come out uh, uh, doing that, that, that God. If, if, and and I, I would encourage you, if the enemy want to fight, give them a fight. If the enemy wants a fight, give them a fight. The brothers ought to come out strong and hard. And say, no, 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 we're not going out like that. Oh, devil, you might take me out, but if you take me out, I'm leaving something behind. What the enemy thought uh, uh, meant for bad, God's going to use it. For good because he he doesn't understand that uh, uh uh that god is working at the same time god is already he's already uh uh, uh forming up an army that's willing to stand that's willing um, a, a group of men that's willing to say for god i live and for god i die but we have to understand that the enemy is after the righteous seed. He's after the righteous seed. One day when it's all over, what will you leave behind? We have to understand it's not a, a white thing and a black thing, but it's, a, 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 it's, a, it's not about white people or black people, but it's about God's people. And the enemy will use whatever he can to come after us. And if he want to label it under that cause, uh, if, if it'll work for him, he'll use it. But I would like to say that the brothers will continue to grow. And they will leave a legacy of God's great inheritance in the earth. Psalms 112 and 1 and 2 says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Genesis 17 and 7, it says, And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and their generations. For an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. And so not only has God declared a blessing upon you and your seed, but he declared a a covenant between you. And so I would like to encourage the men on this morning. It's time. It's time to take your rightful place. In the kingdom of God. Take your rightful place in the kingdom of God. Don't get caught up. Yes. Tell your children about what's going on. The Bible says that we should uh, be aware of everything. And we should teach our children to observe all things. But also be aware. That it's spiritual. Not just physical. And the enemy is after something greater. That is on the inside. 
of us. And so I give God praise on today. And so I would like to um, give an invitation this morning to any brother, any sister, any son, any daughter that may be listening on this morning, may be watching on this morning. If you have not given your life to Jesus, I invite you to do so today. This is the hour that, that we need to know him. We need to know the Lord. We need to know him. So if you have not and you and God has touched your heart by something that was said on this morning, please accept him. Give him your heart today. If you need assistance in knowing what to do and how to do it, um, message us, type in the comments, go to our web page, ftcci.com, uh, put in the prayer request, and we will help you. And we will see you through this process. It's so easy. Being saved is easy. You just confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. The Bible says that you will be saved. But then the journey begins. Now you got to know how to survive. You got to know how to live this life that you accepted. So you need discipleship. And so if you do not have a local church home, and if you're in this area, uh, please connect with us at Faith Temple Christian Center International, or uh, better known as the Faith Church. If you're in another area, find a local church that you can uh, go to and be taught and be discipled so that you can know how to live this life, uh, this new journey successfully in Christ Jesus. And if there's some men that's watching me on today and you you uh, have confessed the Lord Jesus Christ, but you said, oh, my God, I'm slacking. I, I got to get myself together. I got to do better. This message is for you. And so I ask now that you just repent to the Lord and say, God, I, 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 I've come up short. And I need your help to be able to stand, to be able to protect this righteous seed that lives on the inside of me so that I can share it with future generations. So we compel you on this morning that you would, something that was said or done, would cause you to man up and be the man that God has called you to be. You know, uh, the women, we can't do it. We can't do it. We, you know, we can uh, do a lot of great things, but we can carry the seed, but we can't, uh, we, we, we are not, we can't produce it. It takes the seed uh, from the man uh, to come together with us to make a baby. And so without the man's input, uh, we, we, we don't have a future generation. And that's the same thing spiritually. It's time out. It's 2020. Uh, the churches shouldn't be filled with just women. It should be filled with some men of vision, some men with purpose, some men with potential that'll stand and, 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 and guard the gates of God. So I invite you today to just give God your heart and take it one day at a time. You don't have to, uh, you know, uh, be an overnight wonder, but take it one day at a time and make a conscious effort to commit. Commit today. Brothers with families that wives are going to church and you not. Today is the day. 
surprise her next sunday even if we on live wake up early and shake the sheets and tell the family come on get up because we getting ready to worship our god this is the hour that we're living in because if we don't do this if the brothers don't do this the enemy will continue to keep cutting off our generations but it's the man's job to pass on this information to pass on this legacy to our sons and our daughters so that when our sons grow up they'll have the same desire to pass it on to their sons and to their daughters and so i give god praise on this morning i thank you for uh listening and i pray that if something that was said that touched your heart on today to make you think uh and understand that this war that's going on out in them streets is not about uh the streets it's about what's going on in the inside it's about the spirit of the lord uh, and the enemy will come in any form and any way to try to stop us but i believe by the power of god that some brothers are standing on the wall for god and they're not gonna come down and so i thank god for the legacy that is being left and uh we need the young the young men these millennials to catch hold uh and begin to uh uh, to do the same so that this legacy of God will continue to flow in this earth. As long as we're here, we need the legacy of God to be in the, in the earth so that, uh, they can continue to pass it down from generation to generation. So come on and put your hands together for Jesus as we welcome, uh, the papa of this house. Amen. Uh, the father of this house. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. You can clap on the stream. Amen. As he is certainly uh, being a trailblazer. He's certainly, uh, being a legacy. Uh, uh, he's leaving an inheritance. Amen. Not just for his sons and daughters, but their sons and daughters so we give god praise for you this morning bishop happy father's day and uh we just thank you and you if you would have some words on today amen uh help yourself amen we bless god on this great day we thank god for all in the lives of people and we give god glory and giving an honor we thank god for all the brothers and men our fathers out there today we give honor to all that have continually do the things that God has called you to do. Being the head, being the, being the leader of your household. And I thank God for just as Pastor was saying that we continue to sow this seed of, of righteousness in our, in the lives of our young men and young women. Because that is basically what it is. It's not just a sowing of seed uh, of, uh, having trial, like you said, bringing forth children into the world. But it's showing, it's showing a seed that even as a single man, you have, you're showing a seed of righteousness into the young men and young women that continue to come forward. Because the Bible tells us that the word tell us it takes a village to raise a child so we got to understand that whatever we're doing on it today it's got to be all about about the god's glory and it's not about like i said fist and blood or fighting this fighting this flesh and blood amen but it's a surely we understand that god is showing us as a man and women of god that we have got to continue to seek after him and walk this race and run this race as we come forth amen but we notice it's father's day and i just bless god for all that are doing doing the things that god has called you to do in this in this walk of life and it's so important that we continue continue to share continue to share and raise up raise up a generation that's coming behind us because truly the enemy is trying to take out our seed and as you see as, as, as you see it 
God is showing up, showing up strong in every situation. Even now, we got the Joshua's coming up, and the young young men and young women going forth and and, and, and talking about what God has has, has placed in their heart to go go against these situations that are coming. So I just thank God. I bless God. I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited about what what today is we're going to bring. I'm excited about what the word is going to go on forth on every on every platform about about the days today. And I just thank God for this day that God has showed up to a woman of God to come forth and express the, the need of, a, of the men stepping up. Because brothers can say it all day, but some days it takes, it takes another 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 mess to come forth. And I just bless God for my wife being being bold and being being uh, being courageous and telling us we as brothers have got to step up. That whether you're married or you're single, you, we have got to step up and share with the young people that's coming up. I love that the, the, the God is real, and it's basically what we got to have this foundation is being that relationship with God. I'm telling you, we can fight all day because what the enemy wants to wants to bring is the vision in the house. Whether it's the White House, Church House, or your house, he's trying to bring a division in the house. He doesn't want that seed. That you know, she, she talks that she walked. She walked the history about from the beginning to the end. How the enemy is trying to kill the seed before it come forth and produce what is God's purpose in this world. And that's what God wants. He wants the purpose to become fulfilled in this world. It's not about our, it's not about our mouth, how we how we what we saying, but it's about what we how we our lifestyle of how we live and carry out in these situations that God has placed us in and allowed to come into our life. These circumstances, all these bridling and all this Corona, all these things. I believe if God allowed it, guess what? He put us up as men and women of God to, to, to handle this situation that is going forward. And what I believe now, we have, got to, we, got, we have got to continue to stand firm on the Word of God, go forth in our in our petitions and all those things that we presented to we presented to the nation, to present it to the government. But guess what? The foundation has got to be the Word of God. Has got to stand on the foundation of what Jesus Christ stood upon. He stood upon the Father's business about the Word of God. He was going through the same process that we are going through right now. But he set the great example of how to stand. Sometimes he said, sometimes you just got to be silent and go before the courts. But then there's going to be a time we turn over tables <laughs> and stand for righteousness. So that's what I'm saying right now. Turning on tables and Pastor P said, Pastor P did, Pastor D said in his message, we got someday we got to just, hey, be angry but sin not. Jesus was angry when he, what was going on in the, in the temple. He turned over the table and let people know but he did in a, in a peaceful manner that really said, hey, I'm standing on righteousness of Jesus, on the, on the word of God. So we can, we can turn over some tables, turn over some tables. I'm just saying, raise up our, raise up our voice. That's what I'm telling you. Raise up your voice for righteousness. But don't go destroying things. Don't go, don't go burning up things. Raise up your voice in the White House. Raise up your voice against the governments, the, the mayors and all that. That's what I said. Raise your voice. And guess what? What we speak from our mouth and a, a, a pure stream from, from our bellies out of a free fountain, we bring forth up from the peace that God is talking about upon the land. You may have all kind of chaotic moments, distraction, but God will give a peace that will surpass all this understanding of man. And I believe God is waiting on the children of God, the sons of God. Hallelujah. The sons of God, creation, he said, is waiting on the sons of God to be revealed. So I'm asking you, the sons of God is not a gender. That's all of us as men and women of God coming to you. But I'm telling you, today, right now, we're talking about the fathers. Men, God is waiting on us. 
to be the creation is waiting on us to be revealed to stand as a priest, the provider, and the protector of our homes. Whether you're a single dad, a single a, a married couple, or you had a son out or daughter out of wedlock, this God Almighty, God is waiting on you as a man of God to stand up and fight for your house, fight for your home, fight for your son, fight for your daughters. This is the reason why we have got to stand on the word of God and know that God is real and God is sovereign. God bless you. I love you. And like I said, best period. What? Papa period. Ever. Period. That's what you got to be, brothers. The best in everything. Give God your all. This is not just for me. The shirt this is given to my, by my grandparent, my granddaughter, my grandson, but it stands for every man that's out there. Be the best in everything that you do towards God's giving, giving God the glory. Period. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, Bishop. And we'd ask that you would get your offering. Amen. Your righteous offering. Amen. And, and that means get your offering that is right towards God not what you want to give not what you think you ought to give but what should you give that would be right towards God amen so raise it high we're going to do our confession on this morning and we're going to start now as an act of faith love gratitude and a heart for the house of God we bring our tithes and offering from our house and release it into yours because I'm a generous and consistent giver the fear of lack has been broken and has no power over me in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Bishop and I thank you for your righteous giving on this morning. Amen. And so we are not going to uh, belabor the time on this morning. We are going to give the benediction and we uh, would like to say again, Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers. And we pray that you have a blessed uh, day on today. Uh, I know that God will bless you real good. Amen. And so we give God praise on today. So uh, as we close, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We praise you. We honor you today. God, we thank you now. God, we ask that you would uh, bless each, each father on today. Oh, God, God, touch, oh, God, those, oh, God, fathers that may be uh, uh, somewhere today all alone. Oh, God, feeling like none of uh, their children, oh, God, uh, care for them or love them. Oh, God, God, be the lifter of their heads on today, oh, God, in the name of Jesus and God, and we thank you and we praise you oh god that you would touch the hearts of those oh god that fathers may be uh have gone on to be with you god touch them oh god the children on today oh god oh god that their hearts might be glad oh god that they may uh receive oh god of you that they uh of the assurance oh god if they live this life oh god that they would one day see them again and god and we thank you for your word oh god now in the name of jesus god we thank you oh god for the word that it, it uh, as it landed, oh God, on uh, fertile hearts, oh God, we ask now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would move upon it. Holy Spirit, move upon the land, oh God. Oh God, that your word was planted in now. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, that it might produce much fruit. We thank you and we praise you for the move, oh God, of the Holy Spirit in every father and every man's heart on today, oh God, that would unction them, oh God, to move out in you, oh God, to make a greater 
commitment, oh God, to make a better stand in you, oh God. Oh God, we thank you now. We give you honor. We give you praise for what you're already done. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Each one, reach some. Each one, reaching the loss in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give somebody some love. Amen. In Jesus' name.